Welcome to The Leaky Nib, a podcast about pens. This show is not suitable for work because swearing is encouraged. It's like a pen show after dark, but it's a podcast. I'm Kat Palmasano. And I'm John Phelan. Welcome to The Leaky Nib, episode, episode 15. 15. We made Ow. it. I don't... Made it to what? Another new episode. Oh. <laughs> We're just going to say that every time. We made it. <laughs> we made it physically here and we are recording. With coffee. This is another episode fueled by caffeine. Yes. Because yes. we're getting old and can't record at 6 o'clock at night with beer I'm anymore. Tired. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag adulting. Yes, yes. What's new? Oh, you know, lots. How about you? Uh, lots getting ready for the Philadelphia Pen Show and uh, dealing with this Twisby release. Mm-hmm. That's been fun. Um, just doing doing things. Busy being a business owner. Ma- making moves. <laughs> I actually got to see the new Lemur headquarters uh, a couple weeks ago, and oh yeah, New Year's. You're like very organized. I'm I'm trying. It's Abby helps me with that. It's pretty amazing to see like the impact of we we talked about it in the last episode how much she's had an impact on Lemur, but like I physically saw it and I was like, oh yes. <laughs> it's basically a pharmacy. Not to say that you weren't organized before, but like by it's comparison, it's like holy shit. Yeah, it. I've just found that. Everything's a lot easier the more organized you are. Yeah. And it's really, really easy to get disorganized, uh, mm-hmm. especially with pen shows. Uh, just having all this inventory coming in and out and like yeah. in different pen show. This is the pen show, Ben. And when you're disorganized, you lose your girlfriend's pens for two months. Yeah. So about that uh, update since the last episode, we found Abby's pens. And like I suspected all along, they were not misplaced at a pen I, club. I also thought this. Okay, I, in the back of my head, I thought they're they got to be in the house. I've been and saying it all just, along. Just for the record, let 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 it be known that it was not I who lost them. <laughs> they were sitting. I thought for sure pi- it was going to be you. No, it was in a pile of mail next to the bed, literally next to us the entire time. Yeah, and it's just one of those piles where we're we're moving things around from still getting settled in, and we just put this thing in here on a, on a table. It's actually one of those tables that we're selling soon. I forget who made them, but uh, some mid-century tables. Will you have Abby text me that? Because I would probably buy them. They need refinished. I know. Oh, yeah. Perfect. Done. But yeah, they've been sitting on those tables, and I'm like, <laughs> I mean, just I was packing orders, and Abby goes, holds it up, and I'm like, Stop. Show me where it was. I don't even care. I just want to know where it was. That's all I cared about. <laughs> they were but, they were in your bedroom. <laughs> but they've been since flushed and re-inked with new stuff, and she's loving them. And uh, Very happy now. <laughs> and I'm very happy because I'm like, I'm going to have to buy you uh We're like thinking those. all these nefarious things that like somehow they fell out of your pocket, like leaving Greek's pizza in the parking lot and someone picked them up or something. Yeah. And like <laughs> they were just in your house. <laughs> Yeah, it's... Um, I'm glad they showed up. I'm so thankful for that. Yeah, there are some really special pens there. Yeah. Um, and Abby's I, Hiveco art The art sport, sport is beautiful. It's Those like a tor- so cool. tortoise and beautiful. She bought that from Anna. That was an insta-buy. Oh, yeah. At a, at a pen show. Oh, yeah. She's like, I want that. I don't care how much it costs. I don't care what it... Yeah, it's beautiful. I'm, I'm really... She's the one I'm worried about most, buying <laughs> pens. Because I'm I'm more like calculated. I'll think about it for a year before mm-hmm. I go buy it. She'll she'll just go. I want this Mont Blanc Beetles. They have it next door to us at a sh- at a table. And she's and gonna she'll buy work it. it out yep. behind my back. Yep. Yep. Well, she can. I mean, she's a pharmacist. 
Oh, it'll be with my money too. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> She'll take the money out be of like, the you out of bought lever. it. Yeah, at Atlanta, you better keep an eye on her. <laughs> She's gonna have a small blank box tucked under next to her purse and be like, what the hell's that? Nothing. <laughs> yeah. Nothing. It's cats. It's cats. It's all yeah. cats. She yeah. did it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So speaking of that, what's in your pockets? Well, this is a bit of a preview for what we're talking about later because I, I saw it, so I thought I have to bring it with me. Oh, wow. Why did you bring this? Oh, because we're going to talk about the, the A23 later today, or we can talk about it right after this because I saw something on the show notes. That made you sad? It, it did make me sad. It made me disappointed. <laughs> more, more like a, more like a, more like a father here. So John has handed me his Pilot uh, Custom Eight Twenty Three. Is it Mirasaki Shikabu in there? Is it smoke? Yeah, it's, it's smoke. so dark in the studio that I can't tell. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So what else is in your pockets, John? <laughs> <laughs> That's how much you love it's been. I also have a Lamy Two Thousand with uh, Quizzy Number Five. This is my. Oh, that blue color. This is my beater. Yeah, it's a good beater. I mean, I, I say that lovingly. Like, this thing's... It's just indestructible, and it really I, can go in your pocket and not worry about I've it. I've dumped it on... This is one of the few pins I've actually dropped on the ground. Yeah. And it... It's looks fine. totally fine. It looks it looks great still. Yeah. I love it. I think it's great for that. What's that stack of uh, notebooks over there, John? Well, um, so I did some swatches yesterday. Oh, gosh. Um, I, I don't do swatches very often. I need to start doing swatches... As a, I know because I swatched I a, a bunch of store. inks for you in Atlanta <laughs> in your hotel room. Yeah, yeah. So I took over the kitchen, put some music on, and swatched a bunch of new Robert Oster inks. Oh. And uh, did some Colodex color rings with them. But I also wanted to put them in my notebook. So this is my Hippo Noto. Cute. That I've kind of personalized for 2020. Oh, he's got some great stickers inside, including our own... Hoosier Pen Club sticker. Not to be confused with the Hoosier Daddy Pen Club. <laughs> He's got uh, one of Matthew's um, brake fluid stickers, which is the the culmination of the pink robots after Yoshimi battles the pink robots and cuts the head off and puts it in a jar. <laughs> I love that. Love that sticker. Oh, and the San Francisco Pen Show. This was... Um... Rickshaw. Yeah, but Matthew did it. Yeah, yeah. So you just happen to have only Matthew stickers in your... Uh, I have a few others there. Lemur, well-appointed desk, cola ring. Why do you have a Siesta Key sticker? I went there. Oh. Like the Hoosier that I am. <laughs> Very But I'm, but I'm more brand. proud of the sticker on the front, which you won't get, which is the Nürburgring sticker. I don't know what that normally, means. It's a racetrack in Germany that I drove, and it's normally found on the back of some cars, but... That's the sticker you apply to the back of your car when you drive it. Uh, so I put it on my notebook because I'm a tool neat. like that. So Very cool. Oh, so these are some new Robert Oster inks. Those are beautiful. So my I swatched it in with the Tomoe River paper in that, which uh -huh. is the 62? 68. 68. This is the 52 in the Masubi. Correct. And then Rhodia R paper, which is their like nicer 90 better gram. Better paper, yeah. But you know what's funny is... That looks really great. The Masubi 52 gram looks even better. Duh. And uh, the Rhodia does like, not like swatches. It, yes, I could have told you that. Well, it, it'll take the ink. It just doesn't look as cool. Right. That's like one of the benefits of, yeah. That's you like know? one of the benefits of Tomoe is it really shows off the characteristics of the yeah. ink. 
<laughs> Ooh, it bleeds through. I put a lot of ink on the paper. Um, yeah, I uh, prefer to swatch in my uh, Tomoe River. I actually carry a traveler's notebook with me in my purse, which we'll talk about since we're talking about what's on our person that's stationary. And I keep traveler's notebooks, and I use the 52 GSM Tomoe, and I like it for swatches. Look at Just compare those two, though. Yeah, it's beautiful. These are new. Yeah, relatively new, yeah. Really and pretty. Like that Sydney Darling Harbor looks really freaking good on the on this one. Oh on yeah, no, I like it. It's a it's a sort of sad, cool gray with a fair amount of what appears to be shading and like some undertones of almost like a pinkish coral. You call that gray? Green. Oh, they said gray. I was like, what? I meant green. If I said gray, I meant oh, green. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's a gray green. It is very cool. It, it is, is sort beautiful. of sad. That's a funny descriptor. It's a sad. It's a sad green. It's yeah. like poussière de lune is a sad yeah, purple. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, this is beautiful. John has apparently broken into the Masubi. I with some quotations. I'm trying to use it. You know, it's it's the the fear of using notebook syndrome. Yeah. Is real. And that, that Hippo Noto, which I bought that from Crystal. That year you were next to her? I was next to her, yeah, yeah. in 2018. Yeah. And I never used it because I'm just afraid to, like, crack it open and go, all right, this is it. Yeah. It's beautiful. You have to use it. Um, Good for you. This is going to become my 2020 pen show. I think that's a good choice. Future. So, yeah. They're fun. I think I think I think we've talked about this, but having like a dedicated pen show notebook is kind of fun because you look back and you, you can either have people sign it at uh, if you're hanging out after the show, or you can if you're if you're going around and writing with pens like demo pens, yeah. you can go oh this is what a music nib next to a right a C nib or a a, tr a double broad or a regular broad looks like next to each other. Whenever I write with someone else's pen, I always write what it is. So that I don't just write my handgram, you know. Yeah. I always write like what it is that I'm writing with. So I have like an entire page of the time I wrote with David Figboot, all of his pens, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> so that I can look back and be like, oh, I did really like that grind, or I really liked the way that nib was, you know. You need to do that. Yes, I recommend it. And then it's kind of like a category or like a, a catalog of all of the things you've tried over the course of a year or two. Hmm. Yeah, nice. my my pen show notebook is pretty neat like that, but. Um, so, do you have anything else in your pockets, John? Chapstick and keys. Oh. No. Not really. How about you? Oh. Um, well, I don't have anything in my pockets because I have girl pockets. But in my, like, purse, I have, um, well, I have my... I have my, uh, new Hobonichi, uh, oh. Techo in the eight, the little one. Yeah. That's the one I've used the past, like, two listen years. Listen to this. Oh, yeah, listen to this. I've decided this is like what I need to organize my life and just to make lists every single day and keep track of stuff I do for work. So, are you going to put a cover on it or keep it out of cover? Probably out of cover. Good. Because it's just. I I have a little blue one that uh -huh. I bought from them. Yeah. And I don't. I'm not a fan. If it was, I could get a little leather cover maybe, but. Eh. It makes it so much bulkier, and I think that one's pretty sturdy. Yeah. So anyway, I have that in there. And then I have my traveler's notebook, which goes with me everywhere now. I, I totally didn't get the hype on these at first, um, but uh, oh, will you add these things to the show notes as I'm talking about them? Oh, sure. So um, the traveler's notebook is great. It's the original traveler's size, so it's a lot taller than it is wide. I think it's like eight by four ish, 
and I have three Tomoe River notebooks inside of it. I have two um, of the 68 GSM Tomoe and one of the 52. Um, and I use this for my like writing daily quotes and doodles for my Instagram um, and also ink swatches. So like here were a bunch of ink swatches I bought last week or two weeks ago, John. Oh, nice. Um, Those are wow. And show me the show me the next page though, just or the believe, lack of wow. Yeah, that's it, it so handles. Good. And that's it a, handles fifty two. This is sixty eight. Oh, okay, okay. Um, but it handles ink really super well, obviously. And then I have the fifty two in the back for all my journaling and writing. Um, I have always something that I can write in on my person, and I like to journal and write like little stories and vignettes. Um. It's usually really sad, and you probably shouldn't read any of my writing because you would question my sanity. But I always have that. I already so, do. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> so I have. I know your pin purchases. Um, so I have that. Um, so I have those two things. Um, and then let's see what I else think. I, I like the traveler size. No, I do too. Actually, really fond of it. Um, I have a sharpie because that seems reasonable. I guess I can get my back. I also have. <laughs> I have a blunt tip needle and a syringe for all your on the go inking. cartridge filling. I guess yeah. I don't know. I don't know why I have that in there. Uh, and my good old platinum galaxy. She's coming with me everywhere I go, and she is in a single pen sleeve from Rickshaw with the furry inside because I'm weird about my Urushi under a band. I just yeah. don't want the wear of that. Yeah. So the furry inside of the rickshaw for me feels like what this should go in. And so I have a single pen sleeve rickshaw um, featuring Matthew's Pink Robots art on it. It's very on brand for Kat. It's very on brand. Uh, so I have that. And then I think you have the rest of my stuff. I do. Um, I, I carry a gigantic bag. so I, I guess I can talk about what I have else in my backpack. A Sharpie, black Sharpie always, mm -hmm. and uh, business cards, contact solution, flashlight. Usually have a camera of some kind or a iPad. I need to get a new bag. Um, yeah, you this, do. This thing's kind of on its last leg of me right. wanting to deal with the backpack. Hand me the rest of the stuff of mine that I have. So I'm trying a new um, pen case out. So I have historically carried a Knox Sinclair in unicorn snot. Um, we add that to the show notes too. Mm -hmm. um, Which one's the Sinclair? It's the it's it zips. You have oh, it. Oh, that's the one I have. Yeah, right, right. it unzips at the top and it has a three pen sleeve or three pen. Uh, holes on the one side and a big open spot really on the other like side those. for a notebook and you can shove shit in it. So I've historically used that to carry my pens in forever. Mine has like a patch on it and a bunch of pins and I bought a rickshaw two pen koozie to go inside of it um, which he designed them to go in the Sinclair so mm -hmm. that you have more space and less touchy-touchy which I appreciate. And I would usually have like six or eight pens and a mechanical pencil and like a water brush in mine usually <laughs> but i like leather and i just i want that exact pen case in leather so if that exists please someone tell me send it to me i'll pay you for it <laughs> don't do that i think it's gonna be a custom thing yeah so i'm just like trying out other pen cases to see if any of them really work for me 
Um, I have the Galen Leather A5, which doesn't really work for me. It kind of just sits on my desk. Too big. It's too big. I don't use A5 notebooks. I have my traveler's notebooks now, so I don't need to carry an A5 with me. Um, I used to carry an A5 everywhere I went, but now I don't. And so it's beautiful. I love it. It's, it just sits on my desk, though. And in six months, it'll change from back to A5. I like the smaller sizes now that yeah. I'm used to it. Um, yeah. I, I think that's a progression of my fountain pen journey is my paper has changed alongside of me. Um Granted, I have Masubis that are like roughly A5, but that's Masubi and it gets a pass. And that's not going to go in a Galen leather. That's going to go by itself anyway. Yeah, for sure. Um, so I currently in my purse have the Galen five pen case. In black. In black. So basically when Abby found her pens, I held them in her case and went, hmm, I like that. And then I happened to be at <laughs> Lemur, so I promptly bought that. Um, and I have a little like field notes size pocket notebook um, in here with Tomoe River paper from Kershaw binding. Kernow, thank Kernow, you. Yeah. Um, Kernow binding. And if it you're has. A, what's up, guys? Hey, guys. It, they made these for me using um, tarot card um, images on the they're, front. They're a ton of fun. Have you seen their table before at a pen show? Mm -mm, but I'm sure they're delightful. They're a ton of fun. They, they'll take like old like Hardy Boys books. Oh, yeah. They take the like the front and the back and then put other paper in and like bind it. Oh, neat. It's really fun. Yeah. I asked them to do these like tarot cards for me and they did. So I have the moon in here and then it has my Kasama Una in titanium that's anodized. Mm -hmm. A little tiny um, lilac Pro Gear Slim. A Pro Gear that is the hydrangea, so it's lavender and um, blue, pastel blue. My, um, what is this? Platinum 3776 Kumpu. <laughs> and, huh. um, and my uh, vanishing point Let me see this uh, water surface. Let me just take a picture of That's what's in my surface. case. I'm going to steal a couple pens from that. No. Um, you know the you know the kumpu. I really like it. It's I, a beautiful pen. I passed on it when it came out, and I'm an idiot. Yeah, I'm they sure you're regretting so it. Freaking cool. The kumpu now is going for so many dollars. <laughs> I just feel I feel like Platinum should just take the kumpu and the Roca design and just make a bunch of colors. A bunch of colors. Sure. Oh, this is great. So, which um, what ink do you have in these? Oh, gosh, I have no idea. <laughs> this water surface is fantastic. The water surface, um, I can tell you, has the new Tono and Limbs Blue Macaron ink. Nice. So I don't know um, if Wait, you guys have heard of this, this but Tono and Limbs is a new, newish ink company. That is popular in Japan and Korea, and it's two guys. One is Korean and one is Japanese, at least that's my understanding, who made it. And they're like hot shit in Japan now. Hmm. Uh, and so I snagged a couple inks just to try them out. And the blue macaron happens to be a dupe for the Sailor Tears of Alice box collaboration like, from this summer. I really summer. like it. I really like so it. So if you liked the uh, Magic of Alice, uh, Tears of Alice ink and couldn't get it, the uh, Tono and Limbs, while not limited, is still hard to get because it's from Japan, but mm. it is uh, duped for it. Duped. 
Yeah. So I have both. <laughs> so I have both. Um, and it's beautiful, and it's in my it's in my vanishing point, and I love it. Oh, I love this thing. It's great pen. Yeah. So in the vein of the last thing I have in my bag is this uh, Moonman M8. <laughs> Your your uh, platinum. So I bought this. So Moonman, they've intrigued me. I've had one Moonman before. It was extra fine. It was like so fine that I gave it to my friend Stephanie, who loves it because she likes her pens to be super fine and hard. And it was super fine and hard. And she eyedroppered it and put orange ink in it. And it's like her favorite thing. I know John hates it, but um, so I bought this. Is a Moonman. It's black acrylic with like. Sort of Rodin-esque flakes of glitter inlaid into the acrylic. We need to come up with a term for fake Rodin. It's glitter. I mean, it's chunks of like... Faux Rodin, maybe? Faux Rodin. Faux Rodin. Faux Rodin. Faux Rodin. I see you. I think so. Lord. Um, (laughs) It actually, like, it it looks kind of good, actually. So I I didn't realize from the pictures online that this was a dupe of the platinum. It's, but then I got it and I went, oh. It's like it's like uh, it's, it's like, like fake anything. It's like good at five or ten feet. It's 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 actually really beautiful up close. It's a beautiful pen. It's not as good as actual rotten, but <laughs> I mean, I bought it because I thought, oh, it's a sparkly pen. It, it's less than thirty dollars. You can buy it on eBay. Um, like I was like, okay, this will be fine. Um, I like it. Just to have like in my, my purse. Unfortunately, I feel less enthused with it now that I realize it's. I think trying to copy my platinum. <laughs> but it's perfect because you can probably put it in your lab coat and not care about it. I put my platinum in my lab coat. Oh, excuse me. So. I can go in your visor of your car then. Yeah, it goes in my, it's going to go in, it'll be like my car pen. <laughs> your car pen. <laughs> but it writes really well. I mean, it's great. It's a great, it's a great little, little guy. Um, so that has my other tone and limbs ink in it. It has the feeling you. Or mi- feeling you, I think is the name of it. I don't know. The names are iffy. There's a lot of jokes there. I'm not gonna touch. Yeah, so it's like a purple ink. It's like uh, it. very similar to Quizzy Gummyberry. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. The name's um, not bad at all. No, no, it's actually out really of, good. Out of the box, it's really good. It's actually really this, good. But this is like the Jinhao thing, where where I randomly pick up a Jinhao and it writes as good as like a yeah. lot of normal pens. The next Jinhao writes like shit. So, yeah. so you might get lucky. I have or, no idea. I can't speak to the quality control of Moonman, but I can tell you that that particular one, the M8, is great. I just Mine. love that it says Moonman on the nib. Yeah, I mean, they have branded nibs. Like, it's a $30 pen. It's not an inexpensive pen. But by it's most, pretty good. I mean, that's By most people's cool. standards, that's like an actually good, like a normal, like approachable pen. Like, most people wouldn't spend $30 on a pen to begin with. I, they're not listening to this. Podcast. I know, but I mean, it's a good. It's a, somebody actually had like a, a comment on my. I posted that with my I platinum. Saw this. It was, yeah, uh, yeah. was Stephen Galazzi, and he was like, "I think your account is hacked." Is this a cry for help? Because <laughs> no. Cat bought a thirty dollars. Oh my pen. god! There's a ton of great inexpensive pens. That's the fun thing yeah. about fountain pens is you can yeah. have a lot of fun at thirty, three hundred, or three thousand. It just depends what you want to do. Don't worry, I have. Um, I have three sailors coming from Japan as well as a Kasama and a Sailor Rialo. Kasama. Yes. What kind now? So I, my friend in Tokyo is helping me get some Bungbox sailors. So when they arrive, I will show them and talk about them. Cool. But I also found a Sailor Rialo from our friend Philip 
um, who you met in Atlanta. Did I? Yeah, he's one of the guys with all the conids. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. And he uh, sold me his Sailor Riala, which is a demonstrator with purple finials. Um, Durr. That was not a question. Are, are you a Conid fan? I yeah. Forget. Okay. I like Conids. Yeah. I just, it's never been on my radar of something to order. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I, then, I just think, thinking of this, mm-hmm. Kasama, I, I think Conid, it's kind of that same yeah. vein. This so, is freaking great. I know. Matt, uh, John's holding my Kasama Una, my titanium one. Anyone who wants a heavy pen, like mm-hmm. legit heavy. Yeah. Because I have friends who aren't really into fountain pens. Excuse me. And I try and sell them like a pen and they go, this isn't heavy enough. Isn't that a weird sound? Yeah. It's almost like you're sheathing like a sword or something. Uh-huh. It's definitely not a pen. So I reached out to Kasama maybe a month or two ago and said, hey... Because they intermittently have uh, pen availability, but they're not like a huge manufacturer, so you sometimes have to wait, you know? The threading on this I know. is so good. because I know. It, it just disappears. The, the line disappears. Yeah, where the body unscrews yeah. from the section. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, so, didn't, I didn't appreciate this a, a ton. I think... Did you have it all anodized? I did. Because I don't think I liked it until... You didn't see it. I did. No, I got it anodized. I never had it when it wasn't anodized. Really? Yes, it came to me that color. Oh, okay. Then I'm. <laughs> what am I thinking of? Your tactile turn thing? You're probably thinking of Matthews that has a anodized section with a clear acrylic uh, body. That's it. That's it. This is great, though. Um, I love it. But I reached out to Kasama about a month or two ago and said, hey, if you're going to have any more Unas, I really would love to buy an Una in Peak. What's that? So, Peak is a material that is used in medicine. So the the like one of the founders of Kasama Mark is a physician. He's a neurologist in the Philippines. And so um he we'll talk about that in a second. Um he uses like medical grade uh stuff. So titanium, ultum which is used in medicine, um and peak and peak is like a pretty hard plastic type Hmm. Material that's I've kind of, of bone colored, huh. um, and it's used in craniotomies and like re- like when you have to like remove part of a skull and then you replace it with a peak material. But anyway, so I I, I reached out to them and said, hey, if you make any unas in peak, let me know. I want to buy one. And so as of this week, my pen is um, mostly complete, but he's actually putting a special finish on the um, body for me and then um, Mark is actually grinding me a nib mm. so Mark actually grinds nibs too my, so my Kasama is coming with a custom architect that he's doing for me oh nice yep so does it, Mark Bacchus know that you're someone else is touching your nibs I, I allow other people to touch my nibs I'm excited like <laughs> I'm excited because I'm all my sailors coming from Japan are coming with grinds on them like oh my god I have so far uh, deep into this. Uh, so I'm excited. I have a Kasama coming. Sorry, and I'm banging I'll the microphone two. here. Um, I'll, I'll bring it for people to try when it gets here. Because by the time this airs, it'll be our Who's Your Pen Club. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. If um, if anyone's listening in Indianapolis or local, again, we say this almost every episode, but be sure to come to our Who's Your Pen Club. Yes, please. Find us if you're in town. We'll, we'll meet up with you if it's not during a pen meet. Speaking of that, um, let's remind everyone, the Hoosier Pen Club next meeting is on February 1st. 
That's a Saturday. It's at 6 p.m. 1,800 hours. 1,800. And it will be um, tentatively located at the Greeks Pizzeria on 49th and College in uh, Broad Ripple, Indianapolis. So just join the Hoosier Pen Club on Facebook or watch either my or John's um, Instagram for updates. But um, I hope you guys can come. If you're local or near local, we do have people drive. Or Yeah, if you, if you want to take a road trip and hang out with us, it's a ton of fun. And um, There are a couple hotels in the area. Hotel Broad Ripple or the Broad Ripple Inn, whatever that's called. Really? Yeah, on Westfield right there <laughs> at Broad Ripple <laughs> Avenue in Westfield. Um, we need a pen Airbnb. <laughs> I don't ever. I'm sorry. My oh. cat has taken over my guest room. So. <laughs> uh, well, and actually that weekend, Matthew will be in my guest room because uh, we are going to have Hey Matthew as another uh, guest for the Hoosier Pen Club and will be on one of our upcoming Leaky Nib episodes. <laughs> I loaned I loaned my uh, one of my sailors to my coworker because he had a shitty Iridium Point Nib pen. <laughs> So my friend at work, his friend makes pens, and he makes kit pens out of wood. Um, and, like, good for him. I'm so, like, happy for him. It makes him happy. But um, he just puts, like, basic nibs in them, like the Iridium Point steel, like not even a Yovo, but, like, a I don't know what you get with a kit uh, nib in the pen. Mm. And so my friend at work bought it because he wanted, like, he liked the pen. He liked the wood that it was made out of. He liked the kit that it was. I guess, and um, then, like, kept coming to me and being like, it won't write. <laughs> I took it home. It was misaligned. I tried to open up the feed channel and stuff, but it just, like, is inherently problematic, and it doesn't really fit any other nibs. And he was like, I want to maybe buy a different pen. And I was like, yeah, okay, sure. Like, well, here's what I recommend, you know, like, you know, Twisby Eco, that sort of thing. Mm. You know, good intro level. And he he stopped me in the hallway this last week and was like, I didn't mean a $30 pen. And I was like, uh, what? And he was like, I want to buy, like, a nice pen. And I was like, a, a Twisby Eco is a super nice pen. Like, they're great. I have, like, eight of them. And he was like, no, I mean, like, if I'm going to buy a pen, I want to buy a pen. And I was like, oh, okay, well, I can give you some recommendations. So vague. That's so vague. I know. And he goes, so I was looking at Sailor, and they have these, like, 1912 pens. And I was huh. like, oh, yeah, the Sailor 1911, uh-huh. And he was like, I don't know. Are they any good? And I was like, I mean, I only have 20. I mean, they're okay. I mean, between the, but I'm mostly a pro gears. But anyways, it doesn't matter. I said, <laughs> you know, Adam, would you like me to bring you one of my sailors for you to try out? And like, you could get the idea. Cause like the writing experience is just such a step up from what you've been dealing with. Cause your pen intermittently doesn't write. And intermittently splurts ink, like it's problematic. And he was like, yeah, yeah, that sounds great. And so I like texted him. I was like, do you want to try a 1911 or do you want to try a pro gear? And he was like, a 1911. So I have a 1911 standard in Fresca. But it don't, Love that. But it only had a zoom nib. And I couldn't get the nib out um, to change the nib. So huh. I just swapped the sections with one that had a medium fine. So I gave him my 1911 Fresca with a lavender section and a medium fine nib in it. The thing, the, the things we do to enable people. <laughs> but he comes into my office the next day, and I and I had it for him, and I inked it up with my new Sailor, or no, my new Twisby Blue Black ink mm. in the seventy mil bottle that oh, I nice. purchased from Lemur. Yeah, it's uh my work bottle. I How like, is that? It's great. It's um what's in my kumpu? Does it smell funky? Uh yeah, it does. It smells like formaldehyde for sure. Mm. Uh, it's really weird, but I have it at work for like when I run out of ink because I figured. 
that would be a good bottle to keep it in the yeah, office. It looks good. Yeah. And so anyway, so Adam came in, I inked it up, and he <laughs> takes my sailor and writes one letter with it and goes, Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I get it. Oh, and he goes, this alleviates all of the issues I have with my other pen. It just writes. And he starts writing. He goes, oh, it's so smooth. <laughs> oh, my God. And I was like, okay, just give it back to me in a couple of weeks when you've decided that you're going to buy all the sailors. <laughs> God. <laughs> I mean, I think, I think for a lot of people, if you don't understand... You don't pens. understand the value of a of a pen like that until you try it. Yeah, and so many people stop at the crappy pen and go. Well, this is terrible. Like, this. like it's so frustrating. It I can't get have it to, to write. Be painful. Yeah. No, it can be literally like your reaction when you write on paper is oh. When, I love that seeing that though. When someone yeah. go, when someone when it happens for the first time and they get it, you're like yeah. yeah and it, he was like it's over. He was like I can really borrow this, and I was like I trust you. I know where you work. I know where your office is. I feel like uh, one of Abby's coworkers was talking to her about because I think she's prime for fountain pens, uh-huh. and Abby doesn't think so because she thinks she has terrible handwriting. <laughs> because, but some if someone thinks I have bad hand, handwriting and I'm always trying to make better letters uh-huh. and they just don't know how, uh-huh. that's like prime for fountain pen users. I mean, that's how you know someone's like just needs a couple inch this way. Everybody I work with has actual crap handwriting and they all use fountain pens. They're all doctors. Yeah, we all, I'm the only one with like good handwriting. Like (laughs) Adam has terrible handwriting. It's chicken scratch. He's he's a lefty too. Actually, a lot of people in my office are left-handed. I think having bad handwriting doesn't impede you from being into fountain pens at all. I think it's because people think that fountain pens are calligraphy pens and they're not. Right. Um, you know. How do you answer that? Because that's like the most common question Like, oh, do you do calligraphy? Right. And I'm like, so you can buy specialty nibs that allow you to do calligraphy with them, but they are inherently just a pen. Yeah. They are for normal writing like you would use any other pen. You can do calligraphy with a Sharpie. You can do, yeah, I do calligraphy with the uh, Crayola Super Tips <laughs> right. markers. I think, yeah, I think it's just about educating people. And I do that all the time. I educate. Yeah. So speaking of um, other coworkers, one of my coworkers, uh, Another one of my coworkers, Dr. Faulkner. So that was Dr. Smalley. This is Dr. Faulkner. Um, does have fountain pens. He has a Lamy Safari and a couple others, kind of like that. You know, like what do you what do you do in his pocket? You need to like get him on board with some. So he's pens. looking at coming to the Hoosier Pen Club. Okay. But he had wanted to try a vanishing point, and I kept missing him whenever I had a vanishing point on me because I don't always carry a vanishing point. Um, but this last week I've been carrying my water surface, my rotten one, because why not carry all the rotten at work? It's fine. Um, and I walked by him and I said, Faulkner, you're here. I have a vanishing point. And cause he was wondering about the clip and everything Did you else. really show him a rotten one as the first vanishing point? Yes. God, you're the worst. And it has a broad nib on it. Ugh. And so he like takes it and he's like, this is beautiful. And I was like, yeah, I mean like the, the regular like black and blue and stuff are like much <laughs> less expensive. For the commoners. Right. Yes. He was like, I understand. And I was like, they're like not, but this is the shape and this is where the clip is and everything. And the nibs are the same. And so he deploys it, you know, and it's a broad because I've moved into liking my nibs a little bit fatter than I used to. And he, <laughs> he did the same thing. He wrote one letter and goes, Oh man! <laughs> uh, yes. And then I think the next words are: "This makes my safari feel like a bic click." 
<laughs> and I was like, I, that means I need to look at your safari because they shouldn't write like that. But also, come join us. <laughs> I, I feel like everyone who's like, I could never spend whatever on a pen. As soon as they write with like an A23 or a vanishing point or a sailor, they go and they have that moment of, oh. Mm-hmm. And as soon as that happens, all the thoughts of I could never pay X for a pen go right out the window. And then they're, they're like, how can I get it? What do I need to sell? <laughs> oh, yeah. It's it's not a matter of is it worth it. It's a when can when, I afford it? When can right. I afford this? Not should I? Right. Um, that's really funny. I think I think vanishing points are a good entry point for a lot of people in medicine. I've sold a few to some of Abby's coworkers who want fountain pens, but they're, I'm like, I don't think a Twisby Eco would be fun for them because it requires bottle link. Yeah. And I think for a lot of people who are just starting to get to get into it, it's you really have to be dedicated to want to mess around with bottled ink. I don't know. Adam bought a bottle of ink. Yeah. It just depends what your willingness. I literally never used cartridges. I went straight in with a bottle. Really? Mm-hmm. I'm starting to recommend cartridges just because I feel like messing with bottled ink is just one more step for people to not be into it. I mean, to if, lose them at the beginning stages. Sure, but I mean, I my first pen was an Eco and a bottle of Emerald of Chavor, so. I mean, it, it <laughs> yeah, who knows? I think it just depends on the person. Yeah. Um, can I show you something new? Yeah. So by the time this comes out, I'll be allowed to talk about it. So until then, you're not supposed to have ever seen this, even though it's been leaked from Japan. Oh, the Platinum Curry Doss. Yes. It's a retractable fountain pen. I don't know if you've ever seen a retractable fountain pen before. Uh, indeed, I own a few. Do you? Do you? I, I may well, have a couple. Um, Let me see that. Yeah, so it's interesting. Huh. Uh, I have l- literally less than no interest in this. Really? Yeah, this is not my aesthetic. It's... Um, there are like translucent colors that look kind of like a demo-ish. So there's a clear one and then there's... Black, green, blue, and red, and they're, they look to be like that semi-translucent plastic. And when the nib is out, the back is down, and it looks like a pretty normal size. But when the nib is back, this, like, clicky mechanism, it looks to be sticking out from the pen of Ferrum out. And it's the, a long knock. It's, a v- like, three times a normal amount of knock-knock. Yeah. And yeah. then it looks like the clip wraps around maybe the middle... Um, kind of in an odd sort of spot. If you if you go, if you Google search it, you'll find photos now because the press release got leaked from Japan um, early. Mm, mm-hmm. It so I'm fifty fifty on it. I so I think this is a great pen. It looks like it's gonna have maybe like a preppy ish. Here's 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 the here's nib. the deal. It's a it's a new nib. Uh, it's okay. Sta- it's stainless. Oh okay. And the price on this thing is sixty four bucks street price. MSRP is 80. Yeah. So I guess what I would say is like for someone who's looking for the functionality of a clicky pen and doesn't want to spend the price of a vanishing point, somebody who likes that deployment mechanism, Mm -hmm. they don't want a snap cap or a twist cap or whatever. And you like demonstrator pens. Yeah. Like I can, I can see the mass appeal for this pen. I think this is going to do super well. I think people are going to really love it. The green is really pretty. Mm -hmm. Um, It's not my aesthetic. Literally at all. They, there might be a metal one. Still not my aesthetic literally at all. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> um, but I can totally see the appeal of that. Um, uh, so that's really neat. I'm, I'm hoping there's appeal for it. I think I think it'll do well with people who, like we were just talking about, if you're trying to enable someone and you're like, here's a clicky pen, mm-hmm. 
that's like the Pilot G2 that you're used to. It's under hundred bucks. Here's and it's and it's easy to use. Yeah. Um, and it's coming out. Um, well, it'll be announced today, the moment you're hearing this, hmm. uh, or uh, a couple days before, depending on how long it takes us to get this episode up. Yeah. <laughs> um, it should be available mid to late February. So. That's great. US. I think that's I'm, a nice entry into the clicky pen department. I, I hope so. And I hope uh, Platinum has some good lawyers. So, <laughs> For why? Pilot. Oh. Pilot coming after them. I mean, I, I assume they did their homework, but uh, word around the campfire is just that the retractable fountain pen is heavily copyrighted by Pilot. So some of the design choices on this, I feel like are just Very because different. they have to get away from the vanishing point. I mean, I understand that. Which makes sense. So, I, I mean, I, and I applaud them for trying something different. It's, it's got to be really hard to make a new pen. Speaking of trying something different, Twisby. Cool. Rose gold plating. I mean, it's not something different. They did it. They did it <sighs> many moons ago with mixed results. Which is why this one's more expensive and took, took forever. so freaking long. Because I, I think the issue previously wasn't the plating on the hardware. It was the plating on the nib that was the issue. I'm not sure. This is like three that's, or four years that's ago. before Lemur. Yeah, yeah but N Twisby has released um, a Twisby Eco in rose gold. So it is a uh, white cap, white uh, piston knob, and then all of the metal pieces are plated with rose gold, and the nib is rose gold. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yes. <laughs> it's, it's, it's quite good. I, th I feel... Uh, People don't understand because, of course, how could you if you're not in manufacturing, how hard it is to plate rose gold. And I, I think it I, is super hard. I talked with Twisby about it, and the way they explained it to me is he was like, you know how rose gold watches are way more expensive than stainless or gold, and there's a reason for that. The oh, yeah. plating on it is so difficult to get it to stick and be durable. Uh -huh. um, and they've just really had a hard time making it perfect because they don't want it to be like the previous one. The first one. time, yeah. So they want to get it right, and that's why this didn't come out before Christmas. I mean, I'm super <laughs> hoping that they got it right. I mean, obviously, it's still a gamble because, like, I mean, I don't know how long they've tested the, like, durability of their nibs. I just don't know. Um, but I'm hoping that this will be fixing all of those problems, and I'm willing to take that risk. So I pre-ordered two. <laughs> yes. um, because it's white and rose gold. I mean, hello. Yeah. They're, uh, it's done really well so far, and I feel like the price increase is just enough that you feel like, yeah, why not? It's forty nine ninety nine. Yeah. Yeah, I maybe threw up in my mouth a little when I did that. But also then I was like, rose gold. <laughs> Never mind. It's rose gold. I mean, <laughs> you know. It's beautiful. I mean, way to go Twisby for trying something new. I mean, and trying to improve on something they didn't have a lot of success with years ago. Stephanie, my friend, um, has one of those OG Twisbys, and hers has been fine. So, yeah. I, I mean, I was like, I feel comfortable 100% getting this, and so much yeah, so that I bought two. I wouldn't be worried. I, would, <laughs> I bought two. I, after, after talking to them about what they've done to make it I mean, it I think right. they care about making sure that it's going to be fine. Yeah, 100%. Um, VV excited. Huh. All right. Bank robbery just happened. Anyway, so. Oh, yeah. We need to talk about something else. What? So I, I, I saw in here that you said you're giving up on the A23. Can you explain this? <laughs> I'm putting you in the hot seat. Because, you, okay, 
You I just don't cap, like it, cap John. Cap bought an A23. And what nib? Medium. And you just never caught on with it. I just don't like it. What is it? So there's nothing wrong with the nib. The nib is wonderful. If I could put the nib in another pen, I would. It's the... Everything fill. else. Okay. I hate the filling system. I can't clean it. I can't ever get it clean. Um, I hate the cat band. I hate the shape of the clip. And it turns out I don't like rounded end pens overall. I, I just don't understand. I just don't like it, John. I've been trying it. I've been trying and trying and trying. And I ultimately Help. asked a bunch of people, like, should I just send it to Bocamundo? Maybe some rodden will make me like it. And it's just not. Help me understand. Why can't you see past for that great nib? That's because what I Because it's f about more than the nib for me. And I don't like the aesthetic of it. I don't like the styling of it. Mm. It is a great writing pen, but I hate the filling system. And... That's yeah. my favorite part. Uh, yeah, I know. And it's a lot of that's people's so, favorite part. That's so funny. And it's a great pen. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, it, it writes like a dream. It's wonderful. It's very, very, very classic. And I know a lot of people who love the classic styling of yeah. it. But if you look in my pen case, you can see why it doesn't suit me. <sighs> I mean, you look at my pen case and it's very modern and purple. <laughs> I think you need to get one done. I don't like it, John. Stop trying to make the A23 happen. It's not going to happen. So uh, I just, I don't even know you anymore. Yeah, it's John's favorite pen and it's, but it's very your Look, aesthetic. I didn't think it was my aesthetic at <laughs> first until uh -huh. I got one. And now I want the brown one. And I'll still sell it every day to anybody who wants a really wonderful writing experience with great feeling and like a ton of incapacity. It is a wonderful pen. Can I tell you a tip for cleaning them? Uh, pilot, this is not as a pilot dealer. This is John. Because uh, you're not supposed to take it apart. I'm not taking that thing apart. I refuse. It's not difficult. I'm not doing it. No way. Absolutely can, can not. Can I explain how it how it's done? No. Okay. I don't want to hear it. It it's makes not, me it's, anxious. It's not hard. Have you taken apart a Twisby before? Yeah, and it always goes wrong. Okay. No. It's not <laughs> difficult. The key is to not take it apart and then not see how it came apart. You have to just go, oh, this goes here and this goes there. You pull the whole section of the vacuum out. Mm -mm, mm -mm. It goes right back in. Mm -mm, mm -mm. Do not mess with the nib. Mm -mm. It's fine. You flush it just like a normal Twisby. I don't take my Twisbys apart to clean them either, John. <sighs> it's time for an intervention. I don't want to take my pens apart to clean them. It's cathartic. It's fun. No. It's fun. No. Cleaning, cleaning pens is fun. No. That's why I use a cartridge converter. They're much easier to clean. Or pistons. People listening, the van, <laughs> the A23 is not difficult to clean. I suggest not switching inks with it very often because it I mean, it is kind of a pain in the ass. But it's Thank not you. it's not difficult by any stretch. It's just it's more time consuming than anything. It's way more time consuming than I'm willing to go with. So I suggest using one color with it and sticking with that. That doesn't work for me. Well, there you go. Yeah, that's why it's just not the pen for me. It's a wonderful pen. It's just not the pen for me. I mean, you can be wrong, too. It's all right. <laughs> well, before we round out this episode, I hope you have fun at Philly this weekend. I wish I could go with you. Well, thank you. I'm, I'm driving like a, the idiot that I am because I didn't book a flight like I thought I did. <laughs> um, I, I, I didn't swear, know that. I swear to God, I booked a flight. I booked uh, Baltimore and Philly at the same time. I had it in my calendar. I even swear I had a confirmation number with Southwest. 
and uh, I was good to go. And I was going through my Southwest app. I'm like, your upcoming trip to Baltimore. I'm like, uh, where the fuck's Philly on there? And I never, bo- I called Southwest. I'm like, I swear I booked it and uh, didn't book it. Looked at flight prices and went, that's not happening. <laughs> and uh, You're driving. I'm driving, which is actually going to be cheaper than even the cheapest Southwest flight when it was, quote, cheap. Uh, I can take more stuff, and it's I like driving. So it's 10 hours. I mean, I just did 10 hours to North Carolina. It's not yeah, bad. It's not really that bad, and the weather's going to be fine. So uh, first Do you drive across Ohio? Yeah. And then Pennsylvania? Yeah, whatever Waze tells me. Mm-hmm. I'll look at the map today, but uh, it's going to be fun. I'm excited. I've never been to Philly uh, for a pen show or for Philly at all, so it should be good. We're going to round out this episode with uh, Back to Basics and a character carry. Woo! Here we go. Um, so Back to Basics talking about gold versus steel versus palladium nibs. What's in a nib? What that is? by any other name would smell as sweet. What is a nib? Um, I will say... Based on taking Richard Bender's classes, uh, he the fir- one of the first things he does is shut down any conversation about gold being the best nib ever. Right. Um, he makes a point to say it's not about the material; it's how it's tuned. It's yep. who made it. Yep. And you can have a stainless steel nib that writes just as well as a gold. Mm-hmm. However, big asterisk here: what pens come with what nibs? Certain, like like the A twenty three. There's no stainless nibs that are that large, that are that finely tuned from a factory. Uh-huh. So if you want that kind of writing experience, you kind of have to get a gold nib. Does that make sense? I mean, I would say yes and no. Um, I mean, yes, like the Pilot nibs are wonderful. Like they don't offer a stainless version of this number size. Sure. And like generally speaking, the gold nibs tend to be a little softer when you write with them. There's a little bit more bounce. Yeah. So if you like that, that's good. Um, but there are hard gold nibs. So like my sailors are hard as nails, pretty hard at least, and I like that. Um, and they're harder, not as hard as the the steel nibs. But I mean, there are steel nibs that come, like my Montegrappa Montegrappa come comes with a steel nib, and it's like a four hundred dollar pen. Yeah. And, and it's a great nib, and it writes beautifully out of the box. Yeah. So, yeah. also. Um, you know, Franklin Kristoff sells gold and stainless, and the, the the stainless nibs are all. I mean, everything that comes out of Franklin Kristoff is tuned, so you're going to get a tuned nib yeah. from them, and they write wonderfully. Like I, my SIGs are some of my favorite nibs. I feel like, and just for I mean, if since this is back to basics, we need to need to talk about why gold was originally used. It's mostly for corrosion resistance, mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. for its flex. Because. Uh, Previously, Originally. yeah, because yeah. the stainless at that time was not the stainless we have now, right? And it was much more corrodible, cor- corrosion prone, on yeah. it, with the way that the inks were then. Um, obviously, now gold costs a lot more, mm-hmm. uh, and you do get a little bit more of softness. But a flex nib can exist in stainless and in gold. Yeah. Um, but the the gold nibs that you buy, like an eight twenty three, is not inherently a flex nib. Don't do that, please. Don't do that. It flexes once. Yes, it's soft. It's softer than stainless, but it's definitely not a flex nib. Right. Uh, but I, it, it all has to do with tuning the mm-hmm. pen. The mm-hmm. best I, I tell people the best pen you'll ever write with is one that's been tuned for you. For you, yes. Um, 
But out of the box, like my, I mean, again, my 823 has never been tuned and right. it's fantastic. Right. I've had stainless nibs that are fantastic, stainless that sucks, gold that sucks, gold that's great. It's yeah. all dependent on the quality control from the manufacturer right? and whether it's tuned or not, but also your writing angle. I mean, sure. so think of some people with super high writing angles, mm -hmm. large pens with large nibs don't work at all. Right. Um, but, you know, the overall, the misconception is there that the gold nib is better. And it's not necessarily better. Right, right. It's just different. And I think you can find a good pen in all of those situations. Um, obviously, what's, some brands are better than others. What's your experience with palladium? Do you have any palladium nibs? No. You don't? Uh-uh. Have you tried any before? I mean, I've tried people's Visconti's with palladium nibs. Do you notice anything? They're akin to gold, in my yeah. opinion. They feel that same sort of a little bit of bounce to them. I'm not as well-versed in it, so I'm, I'm going to step out of that I mean, I think to... that that opens up the can of worms of Visconti's QC on their nibs, so... I think, yeah, and those two are kind of linked. So I think it it's really tough to say. I don't, does anyone else even use palladium? I in a, in a don't know. Sorry. No. Not sure. If you have any experience with this, uh, let us know. We can talk about it at a show. I'm curious. Yeah, I'd love to talk about it. And finally, our character carry. <laughs> We're going to talk about two characters from a giant universe that we could definitely do more characters from. Yeah. This this is a big one. Um, we're we're taking a a bite out of a very 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 large galactic sandwich here. Um, Star Wars. Yeah, it's one of my favorites. Uh, I think your Siri is typing into the show notes. Son of a bitch. <laughs> okay. Well. I love Star Wars, as does John. When when how old were you when you first watched it? Zero. Years old. Great. In the uh, womb? Uh-huh. I mean, I had I had the original three <laughs> on tape in like a collector's box. That's what I had. Like the one Not... that slid in and then it slid into the yeah, other one. It was like that's gold. What I, had. I had that. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, and that's my local great. theater would intermittently play them like it was like this indie theater. Yeah. And so I definitely saw some of the original Star Wars. Oh, that's cool. Three you know, four uh four, five, and six definitely in a theater I... when I was a child. I watched them on VHS in the mid '90s. Oh yeah! After a relative was like talking about Star Wars. Oh and yeah! I was like, "What's Star Wars?" And he goes, "You have to watch it right now." And my dad, <laughs> as badass that he was, went out and bought the, that three set. Yes. Immediately. Yeah. Just went out and bought it and came yeah. back home. I watched that day in a, all three in a row. Oh yeah! And it changed my freaking life. I grew up watching them. Like I can't tell you the first time I watched them because I'm sure it was when I was too little to remember that I had seen them. Mm. But I mean. I grew up watching them. I remember seeing all of like one, two, and three in theaters when they came out. Not the prequels. I know they're not great, but um, I watched. <sighs> I watched all of it. I yeah. loved all of it. I had my sister had a Jar Jar Binks toy. He's really the Sith Lord. <laughs> I know some people out there know this is true. He's the ultimate Sith Lord. There's that's, a there's a fan theory. That's actually kind of a funny theory. It is. It's really great. But I was raised on Star Wars and Star Trek. Yeah. So I love Trek as well, if anyone was wondering. I never got into it. I just, no. Catherine Janeway, Captain Janeway is like my jam. My feminist little self loves it. Anyway, um, so we are going to start tackling Star Wars, and we'll have to just slowly chip away at this little by little by yeah, little. Yeah, yeah. So we have gone with the ultimate daddy-son duo. <laughs> I mean, 
not. No, they're not daddy son. Oh my god, I'm an asshole. Oh uh, yeah, you need to daddy grandson duo. <laughs> Darth Vader and Kylo Ren. Yep. Spoiler alerts ahead here if you haven't seen the uh, most recent couple movies. If you're just an OG Star Wars fan, uh, this is gonna not make is this is not gonna make any sense to you? But well, if you don't know who Kylo Ren is, go see. I mean, there's The Force Awakens, please. Yeah. Do you like that, by the way? Yeah, I do. I loved it. I think it's great. I'm all for it. We will not spoil the most recent movie. So if you're listening and you're freaking out because you haven't seen it, don't worry. Cat hasn't either. I've been busy. Yeah. I'm going to go see it. It's good, but not great. But as a Star Wars movie, it's fantastic. It's fun. I, I, just, rec- I recommend seeing it in theaters. I, we saw it in IMAX, which is I'm going to try and do great. that maybe this week up at Flix. We have this theater where you can go and they feed you. What? You can drink beer and eat ice cream. Yeah, you can drink beer at the theater I go to, too. But well, we can talk about that later. I can't tell you where it is, though. I don't want everyone to know about it. <laughs> so, uh, Darth Vader. Huh, I'll let you go first because I was trying to think about this, and I just can't. M805, Stress Mom. Oh, yeah. The end. Pelican M805 Stressamon. Stressamon, yeah. That one. That is a really good choice. Thank you. You're welcome. I feel like he would have, you know what's coming. Uh, Montegrappa oh. Chaos. He's if, not going <laughs> to If there's anyone out there who's more relatable to the Montegrappa Chaos. That, I guess you're right. Because he's like this amalgamation of parts, right? <clears throat> Don't insult the chaos pen. <laughs> I mean, so, no. I mean that, like, it doesn't make sense. It's not like a one-piece pen that's, like, beautiful and has flowy lines. It is not that. What pen then? What what other pen is just, like, chaos. where you hold it and you go, what the fuck is this? I kind of want a Montegrappa Chaos now, after all of the talking we've Montegrappa, done. if you're listening, we will Kat take you as would, a sponsor. would love to have a Chaos pen. I, I would, too. I actually Thank think you. I'd really like it. I would, too. <laughs> just just putting that out there. We, it can be the show pen. We can just have it together. Yeah. We can just Joint alternate uh, which weekends. Yes. I'll have it <laughs> uh, so, uh, Monday, Wednesday. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. You can have it Thursday, Friday. Alternate weekends. Alternate weekends. Yeah. Um, so I, I think you'd have the M805 Stressamon. That's Stress, a very good that's a, that's a very good choice. Aesthetically, I feel like it goes with his vibes. It's classic. It's very streamlined. It's very powerful. What color ink? Black. Red. Black. It's lightsaber. Nope. Red lightsaber. Black. Red ink. Nope. Black. Okay. All right. I think you'd be all black. Now, Kylo Ren is the one with the red ink, in my opinion. So what pen did you say for Kylo Ren? He's the not a fountain pen guy. I think you're wrong. I his character is really interesting to me. Yes. I have a lot of complaints about his character. But that aside, I I feel like he would be something I guess I'm trying to think of it, saying this without giving away spoilers for the most recent movie. Um it's the pen that doesn't look like a fountain pen. Okay. Whatever pen that might be. Okay. Let's say it's the Pininfarina Visconti. Okay. Because it looks like something that's like not a pen. Uh-huh. Maybe that. In black. Okay. Or 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 
he keeps trying to fill the shoes of his grandfather. Yes. What is the pen that's really trying hard to beat Big Daddy? Because which let's say it's Mont, Mont Blanc is the pen everyone it's like it's like it's like the reference point or a pelican, mm-hmm. large pelican. What pen is always trying to be a pelican or a Mont Blanc? I don't know. Platinum, right? No. I don't. I don't see it like that at okay. all. Okay. All right. I think you're looking at Europe versus Japan. So. No. Oh no no. I was thinking, in terms of like when platinum developed the thirty seven seventy six, it was trying to be the next pen. And the reference points were Oh, Mont I Blanc, see. Like Pelican. the next like standard staple yeah. that everyone has yeah. in their collection. Yeah. So I think he would have the Kylo Ren edition platinum. Oh, you just were <laughs> trying to get there. Okay, you were just trying to get no, there. No, actually I wasn't, but it worked out. Ah, I see. It worked out. Those, uh, have you seen these? Yeah, they're great. I they're they're so weird on so many levels and they're like, so Japan and I feel like they could have done so many great things with Japanese or I'm sorry, with with a limited edition Star Wars pen. Um, Put it in the show notes, John. I will. Yeah, it cracks me up. But hold on, I have to say this: they could have done so many cool things with that platinum. Yeah. And they made it look like something from the '90s. And they said it's Japan only. We couldn't get the licensing rights for the for the U.S. or international. And it just like one of them looks kind of cool. The rest look like something that was designed. It's a little anticlimactic. In like an hour, I feel yeah. like they could have done a lot better. I'm being hard on them because you guys like spend the money and get get the licensing rights. Like I wish they had it. I yeah. think it went to uh, someone else in the U.S. Cross has it. Yeah, they have that Boba is... Fett. Oh, that'd be cool. It's really neat. Oh, I need a Boba Fett pen. <laughs> so, um, Monte Grappa, if you're listening, buy the licensing rights for Star Wars. Oh my Wars, gosh, make a Boba Fett pen, and it'll send be like two, two grand, and I want it. <laughs> It, you ha- they have to do it. Um, Montegrappa, I just want you to make a lightsaber as a pen because you know that they would. Yeah. Like, think the about it. The licensing rights would Let's... be so freaking expensive. Oh, God, it'd be so beautiful if Montegrappa did it. Montegrappa, I love you. You're my favorite Please. pen or company. A, or a Baby Yoda one. <laughs> or the Baby Yoda can hold the lightsaber. Oh, yeah, there have you go. Have you seen Mandalorian, by the way? No, I'm working on it. Whew, it's Dude, great. I've been busy. Okay. So I did some thinking, and I think that he would be like the new edgy you know guide of the galaxy and so his pen would be like appropriately like stern and like severe in terms of like coloring but i think it'd be like a little funky because he's like young and new and like the way his mask looks is like the updated version like it's like the updated cool kid pen right so i think he'd have a nakaya dorsal fin too in the Kuro Tamanuri, which is black with a little bit of red peeking through with red ink in it. It's not the pen for guys with daddy issues, though. Mm, I think it is. Is it? I mean, I don't know. Do you have daddy issues? Or are you buying Kylo, a door Kylo, Kylo Ren definitely does. No, I think he would have, I think he would want to have a cool, like, edgy pen. That's a great pen. I don't think that's his pen. I, well, we can disagree. It and might, you it, can all tell me I'm wrong in the comments. That'd be a great Darth Vader pen, though. You think he would have the dorsal uh-huh. fin, too? I'm kind of thinking, And then Kylo yeah. Ren would have the stress I'm on? Yeah. I, I don't I'd know. I'd switch it. I'd switch it because... Because Anakin is like a little funky underneath. Is that what you think? Like where that's coming from? Anakin Skywalker yeah. would want the dorsal fin too, but yeah. then he like Darth Vader it to be black with like the Kuro Tamanuri to have the red coming through. Is that like your vibes on that? Yeah. I just think that pen is like sick. Like Darth Vader was a cool person at one point in time. Anakin? No, he was a whiny bitch. Yeah. 
<laughs> so, so I don't want to insult any of these pens by saying a whiny bitch and God. then a dictator would have them. Who I'm so sorry, Pelican and Nakaya. <laughs> I mean, Pelican's not listening. It's okay. It's okay. I love you, Pelican, and I think the Stressamon is a beautiful pen. But I think aesthetically it goes with, like, Darth Vader vibes. And I think that a little bit funky with, like, a cape, Mr. Kylo Ren would, like, rock a, a dorsal fin, too. Hmm. You can tell me I'm wrong. That's fine. That's my thoughts. I really, more than any other character carry we've done, I want to know what people think Darth Vader would carry. Yeah, please, please tweet Kylo at Ren, us. not so much. Or don't uh, tweet at us. Um, no, don't. Message us on the Instagram. Slide into our DMs and say, hey, I think Darth Vader would carry a blank. Yes, please and slide you, into our DMs. And if whoever has the best, we will read the responses in the next episode. And uh, if you have a great one. I think we can do uh, some more character from some more uh, Star Wars in the coming episodes. Yes, for sure. Is 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 Matthew a Star Wars fan? I. I mean, just assume so. He's into assume all the same stuff we all are. I don't know. We can ask him at the next episode. Okay. There all we right. Go. Well, this has been episode fifteen of the Leaky Nib. Thanks for hanging out with us. We've had fun. Oh, where can they find you? Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at InkyCatWrites, and you can find my website at Inky. It's InkyCatWrites.com. I'm LemurInk.com. LemurInk on Instagram. And you can follow us together at the Leaky Nib on Instagram or TheLeakyNib.com. Oh, and check out pen shows. Our pen show calendar will be on TheLeakyNib.com. There you go. It'll yep. be there. And it'll kind of be updated with who's going to be where. So. You'll find us. Come say hi. And remember the secret passphrase. This is Nala Croy. See you guys in two weeks. Bye.